Hi, and welcome to the Honest Eat Time Show, a safe place for creative entrepreneurs, because let's face it, none of us have our shit together 100% of the time, and sometimes we just need to know that someone has our backs. My name's Vivi, and I'll be your host today. But without further ado, here's this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Honesty Time. I'm here with Susanna again. Say hi. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> Who you all know very well by now. And today, we are talking about a book. Mm-hmm. A very special book. Yeah. Yeah. It's our book club. Our book club. Yeah. Our new book club that is being recorded for you all to enjoy every week. So... Without further ado, let's dive into it. We are talking about the book Building a Story Brand hmm, by, by Donald Miller. Donald Miller. It's good because I didn't have his name written in my notes, <laughs> so I completely forgot. Yep. It's good you are paying attention. Um, so, Susanna, Building a Story Brand. Hmm. What is this book about? Well, it's a book about marketing and how to make it simple by using a story. Mm. Uh, with uh, with your business so basically that's the main point cool and I would probably say yeah brand communication mm. and like how important yeah. it is as well and yeah how to speak the core message of mm. your business very yeah. clearly yeah absolutely and what did you think about the book what would you rate it out of 10 uh, from 0 to 10 yeah well, this, this is one of the few books that I will actually rate 10 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. I've read this book like uh, maybe three or four times. Mm. So I know it quite well. Uh, but I think it's such an important message. And I think the book is so well written. It's easy to read. And uh, it's also like really practical. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I think, agree with that. Yeah. So I, what would you rate it? I would probably rate it maybe an 8 mm-hmm. out of 10. Well, that's good. Um, Yeah, no, it was a very good book. Lots of really helpful information and lots of to take away from it as well. And like, again, practical steps. And uh, you get more for your money, if that makes sense. Like yeah, there's that's so The true. amount that he gives for the amount of money that you pay for the book is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. But I would say... And this is what I was saying to you earlier of like, I have a problem with some entrepreneurial books, like most entrepreneurial books actually that I've read because it gets really repetitive in time. Um, So I felt a little bit like it could have been shorter and summarized a little bit sweeter, that Mm. it didn't need to be as in-depth on some things because some things just are like... Obvious. Obvious, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like when you write it once, you're like, Mm. okay, yeah, that's right. But I guess it's... Depends on the kind of person you are and mm. how you how you take learn. information in mm. and stuff. So I will I would give it an eight. And did you find it helpful for your business or opened your eyes to seeing things in a new way than when you, like when you first read it? Yeah, yeah, it did. It kind of changed uh, sort of my focus on communication mm. and on my copy because copy and writing it's been quite hard for me because I tend to overthink stuff and always rewrite stuff and yeah and it's a super slow process for me and I think the message in this book has helped me a lot with yeah. that because it's sort of my biggest problem right. with marketing hmm. yeah so that's that's something huge that I got away from the book 
it's really interesting because actually when I was reading this, I had certain moments where your website popped into my mind. Really? And I was like, I know where you got that from and yep. why you did things the way that you yeah. did. That makes sense now. <laughs> um, That's fun. And what would you... So you answered this a little bit already. What's the main thing that it made you want to change about your business? Uh, well, I would say that the main thing was that um, I want to really focus on my client mm. and not me. Yeah. Because many creative entrepreneurs, they tell me that it's really hard for them to market themselves because they don't want to brag about themselves or mm. it's like they're not that kind of person who who's good about talking good about their own abilities yeah. and stuff and through this book I have realized that that's not the point of marketing yeah like you don't need to talk about yourself because yeah. who cares <laughs> right yeah absolutely uh, like people want uh, you to talk about them mm. and so th- I think that's it's made marketing so much easier like the thought in my head Mm. like you don't have to talk about you you just talk about your client Mm. I think in a way like I I agree with that Mm. but I think in a way you do like a part of marketing is still creating a connection with Mm. them though so it is true so you have to see how you fit into that story Mm. and what you have to offer so you do still kind of need to talk about yourself Mm. but not in the same yeah, Why, yeah, that and that's not the that's not the main the intention. Point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. But clarification. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you when you were going through the book, did you have a moment where you thought, oh, actually, I already do that really well? Well, sometimes, yeah. Like some things I've been doing, like without even knowing that. So mm. it was nice to kind of get something. Like, okay, I'm doing this already, so yeah. I'm on a good way. Path, yeah. Yeah, I'm a good path. Um, so maybe, yeah, so maybe the part where, like, I've always known that it's not enough if you just talk about the stuff you mm. do. You need to talk about what the client will get out of it Absolutely. and what's the real benefit, not just, like, the list of something like the basic stuff like yeah. what they actually get in their lives out of it and how do you solve a problem for them mm. so that's something i've been doing uh, at least for some some time mm. yeah how about you yeah i think that it it was interesting to read and I'm, it's been a little while now it's been a couple of weeks since i read it and i've had some time to like mull it over a bit um yeah i think that i had quite a few of that but like more than anything it really opened my eyes to exactly the way that we should be communicating with our clients and like making sure that we are not the hero in the story and Mm. like we'll go into all of that stuff in a minute but I don't know I think I think that I I've been because I've been focusing so much over the last year in building relationship and friendship with my clients so I've kind of been doing that already if that makes Mm -hmm. sense in terms of being like okay no I'm here to go along with them on their journey not like to focus all the attention on myself you know so like it was just kind of the same as you so it was nice to have something which was like a no you're like you're doing it the right Mm -hmm. way but then to have practical tools to be like okay but how do I take that a step further mm, and okay now level. that I know that I am doing it right how do I actually make it into like a plan mm. that is clear and you know clear communication versus like just kind of drifting with mm. it if that makes Definitely, sense yeah 
Um, so should we talk through each step of the process that he goes through in building a story yeah. brand? Yeah, the book is basically divided into seven different steps, mm. which each of them represent like one part of a story. Mm. So like every story in the world has all these, mm. almost, has yeah. all these seven parts. I liked what he said as well, because he was talking about how he it's ruined movie experiences for him because he likes breaks it into all of these seven steps as well Mm. and seeing it was good like in every movie and every book and and every story you know it it has the same kind of rhythm and the same kind of faces yeah yeah okay so the first step that he goes through is a character Mm. so should we outline the seven steps yeah briefly and then go into it so Step number one is a character. Second is has a problem. The third is and meets a guide. Fourth is who gives them a plan. Fifth is and calls them to action. Sixth is that helps them avoid failure. And seventh is ends in and ends in success. Yeah, so that's basically every story ever. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a story that works. Yeah, fair enough. And um, okay, so step number one, a character. So do you want to talk a little bit about the client being the hero versus the brand and mm. how common of a misconception that is? Yeah, I think it's it's really common because as a business owners, you kind of want to be the hero sometimes. Mm. Like you have this solution and you're like, yes, I have come up with something amazing and I yeah. want to share it with the world. And sometimes what might happen accidentally is that you put yourself out there as the hero to Mm. everyone else. And sometimes that's just not what people want to hear. Even if what you're bringing to them is something really valuable. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just like common sense sort of after that I heard it from them. It's like, yeah, of course, that's the way it goes. Well, think about like even in friendships that we form with people Mm. of like if somebody only talks about themselves and never asks you how you're doing Mm. or you know what I mean? You don't want to be friends with them. Yeah. So like you always want people to come alongside you who like you Mm. have a give and take relationship with. So with businesses, it's the same of like, people are looking for a solution or an answer to their problem. They Mm. don't need you to be bragging, you know, about yourself. Mm. Because then there's also a certain like level of, ah, you're just being narcissistic. Mm. I'm going to go away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really important to like position yourself. Like he he talks about positioning yourself, not as the hero of the story, but as a guide Mm. which is later on but Mm. the whole like first thing is knowing your client knowing Mm. who you're speaking to Mm. and i think that's also really common that when you hear some business advice about your brand's Mm. story Mm. quite often they actually say that okay so you need to come up with your brand story and how you why you started your business and sometimes it can be all around you. Mm. Like, what's your story? That's and then true. you need to tell that your story to the client. Mm. But actually, like, who just wants to hear about you and your all great stuff? Yeah. Like, people want to talk, like, people want you to talk about them. Yeah. Like, I, I love the quote that if you talk to people about themselves, they'll listen to you for hours. Because mm. that's just who we are. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think as business owners, we need to be there to serve them. Yeah. Which I agree with. It's, but it's, again, like, it's interesting because it's a little bit of a, like, change in mindset and all of that. And I think there is a balance because by, you like, in order to create a connection with somebody, they have to mm. know something about you. Yeah, of course. So when we're talking about businesses that aren't and this is something i found in this book is it's very geared towards like big companies Mm. so like big apple type Mm. companies that need their you know like get to get their shit together (laughs) but like when it comes to the small business owner and your company is you Mm. and just you a a certain level of it has to be your personality coming Mm. through and you trying to create connection points with people because at the end of the day they're not just choosing you because of your quality mm. of service. They're choosing mm. you because of who you are. Mm. So, like, where do, where do you find that balance lies? Well, I think it's important that you bring your, uh, like, also your personal story and, mm. uh, like, your personal strengths and stuff like that into the whole process. Mm. But that's not the main thing it's not the starting yeah point. that's not the starting point mm. like that's just something that kind of colors the yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. uh, but that's not what you say first yeah. which I agree with I think that's the whole thing of like this is a good step to go through first mm. of like a character okay so who am I focusing on right who is you my immediately client re- mm. remove yourself from the equation yeah. you f- and you focus on who you're speaking to mm. okay cool so, second step. Has a problem. Mm. Yeah? <laughs> so, what does this step go through? Well, I think <clears throat> what I got most out of this, the second step, is that every business should have one clear problem that mm-hmm. they're providing the solution to. Mm. Like, you're just not doing this for fun. Yeah. Like, you're actually helping someone mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. And it's uh, it can be quite challenging to... Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, for example, like, as photographers, as we are, I think it can be quite challenging to find the problem because mm-hmm. it's not so practical. Yeah. Like, if you're a plumber, it's easy yeah, <laughs> to find a problem. Physical, yeah, yeah, there's a physical problem. Uh, and I think this part might be sometimes also like misunderstood, mm. like like you like no one needs photography to live, for yeah. example. So you need to be a little bit more creative mm-hmm. uh, in finding the problem and then bringing your solution to that certain problem. Yeah. And I think was what was really good in this section as well is when he went over the different kinds of problems. So mm. there's internal and external ones, um, because that's the like there's external problems for plumbers Mm. and for certain people where there's an immediate fix but actually you just communicating the fix to the external problem doesn't Mm. make people want to choose you if that Mm. makes sense it's when you find what's going on within them yeah like what are they feeling because of the external problem Mm. like so for photography even the external problem could be the fact that they're searching for a photographer Mm. you know what I mean but the internal thing is the like want to have your day documented and like Mm. you can go deeper and deeper into those levels yeah it's like a for example like if you're a personal trainer like the external the obvious problem is Mm -hmm. that you want to get in shape or something yeah but then there's like there's always more than just that Mm -hmm. so i think 
the main point of this second step is that you need to go deeper yeah. than that. Like why? Why do you want to get in shape? And yeah. what's what's something behind that that you actually really really want? Like yeah. what's the pain point? Yeah. Uh, like for example, that you want to accept yourself as you are, yeah. and that if you are a personal like so, something, yeah, like if you provide something deeper than yeah. just the surface level problem, yeah. and you help them with their the deepest yeah. kind of pain. Well, because there's like the whole becoming the best you yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, would be for the, example, that could yeah. be one one way to to view it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was a really good thing for him to go through. And also then, like, again, knowing your customer and what they actually struggle with is mm. important. So it all comes back to knowing who you're yeah. actually talking to. Yeah, and so that you can actually help them. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. if you don't know what they're going through, then mm. you're kind of screwed because yeah. you have no idea what your solution yeah. should be. Okay, third step is and meets a guide. Mm. So this is what we briefly touched on in the first bit of where the guide not the hero in the story uh what did this what did this rise up in you (laughs) yeah well it's like um like in many stories there's like this extra character that is the guide Mm -hmm. like who's not the focus in the story but who is necessary yeah still to the story like you you're not in the spotlight yeah as a business owner sort mm-hmm. of uh like everything doesn't go around you yeah uh but you need to help help the character like know like so, to get there where yeah. they want to go so like in harry potter you have ron weasley and hermione mm, or you have yeah. dumbledore and you have all the different characters mm. who are along the way helping yeah them. yeah Cool. And I think this is like a super important mindset mindset shift of focusing on the success of your business versus like the success of your customer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or the other way around where it's important for you to stop looking at your business as the be all and end all and be Mm. like, I must get this or I must get that and actually look at it. No, I have something that can help these people. Mm. I want them to succeed. And that's what I'm going to work on, you Mm. know what I mean? Rather than putting yourself as number one on the list. And then actually it'll start going better (laughs) over time. Yeah. And I like about this this phase that as a guide, you have sort of like two main things Mm -hmm. that you need to communicate. Mm. And those are, you need to have authority Mm -hmm. so that people can trust you and they know that you're going to deliver what you promise. Yeah. But then also you need to have empathy. Yeah. So that you understand them, what they're going through and you, you know how they feel. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's super important. And the, like finding the balance of that is super important Mm. as well. Because if you have too much of one or the other, Mm. like, it doesn't work you have to have like them working together in pretty much everything that you write if that makes sense or like the copy and the social media posts or any marketing Mm. that you do they need to like work hand in hand yes yeah who gives them a plan yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so this step was all about clarifying how someone can do business with you or giving them answers to their concerns so it's basically giving them more than just a solution because that's what we did when they like met the guide. It's mm. about being like, okay, and 
here's what you can do. Yeah, it's like outlining the process of mm-hmm. doing business with you. Yeah. What if they want to hire you? What's gonna happen yeah. next? And this is when you came into mind because you oh, have yeah. your like one, two, three, four thing on your website. Yeah. Where you have like the step number one and two and mm-hmm. three and like what your actual plan looks like. Yes. Yeah. Because sometimes people don't know what to expect if they hire like a photographer for yeah. the first time. Like what's gonna happen next? And I think the key is to over communicate very yeah. clearly everything so that you can manage their expectations. Absolutely. That way. Oh, it's always good to like uh, undersell and over deliver. Mm. It's one of those things of like be like, okay, so here's what you're gonna get, and then mm. do more than that so they always mm. have a positive experience with you. But yeah, no. So I really like that whole idea, and this is somewhere where I was like, oh, I need to do that better. Mm. Of like communicating the process before they ever even get into contact with you so it needs to be like before you call them to action Mm. you know so i like that it was before the next step yeah which is then and calls them to action Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so you're i like what he said about your customers being bombarded with more than three thousand calls to action per day Mm. and if your call to actions aren't clear they're gonna be ignored Mm. So what do call to actions look like for us? Well, if you would look at the typical call to action, it could be like learn more mm-hmm. or start today yeah. or some, some, something like that. That's kind of like vague and it's not super clear. Like yeah. learn more about what, yeah, exactly. how, where. Um, so like very clear call to action is like buy now for example the classical or book uh, or schedule an appointment Mm -hmm. or book book a photography session or contact contact me yeah Yeah. just something clear like if i press this button Mm -hmm. i know what's gonna happen and i like this as well because what we were talking about it was like as i was going through this i was starting to think about for example every social media thing that i write because uh, it should in theory have all of these points mm-hmm. in it and um breaking it down even onto that level and one of the things i was going through is like yes it's good to have very clear calls to action for example mm. on your website and all of that in this step but sometimes soft pitches are, need call to actions as well yeah so calls to action aren't only that but sometimes it's also asking them a question Mm, or you know what I mean like so if you want people to engage on your social media post your call to action is the question at the end of it yeah comment Um, yeah what do you want them to do now what do you want them to do next and and people just they need guidance on what you want them to do because otherwise they're just going to keep going through Mm. and then they're going to be like oh that was nice Mm. and move on to the next page (laughs) yeah I agree um is there anything else in this point that you want to go through? Mm, just one uh, one observation about the call to action. Like uh, like whatever your marketing copy is, is it an email or social media post or your website? Like every part should have one clear call to action, like not several different ones. Yeah. Because that will just overwhelm people and you don't want to overwhelm. People. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a like, like don't ask them to like your Instagram post and go follow yeah. you on Twitter and mm-hmm. send you an email and all that. 
Like, no, they need one thing. They need to do. one clear thing. Yeah, I think that's important because I think also people don't like need to be spoon fed all the time. Mm. While we're talking about needing to over communicate with them about yeah. the process, they've already made their decision about whether they're going to contact you or not. Mm. So you don't need to like spoon feed them constantly mm. that information. They they'll know once they get there with yeah. scrolling what they need to do. So you don't need them to, like, uh, let's say on your website, on your front page, you don't need them to do all the 50 million things. Yeah. You need them to contact you or book you, buy mm. your stuff, and then they'll go follow your Instagram. And then they'll go, you know what I mean? Because mm. you will have captured them. Yeah. And then they'll want to connect with you. Mm. And you can create a path of all, all those things you want them to do. Yeah. And then just give them all those call to actions just one by one absolutely so next step is that helps them avoid failure yes so this is a step that was interesting for me when i started thinking about how it applies to us yeah i think this is quite uh, a tricky yeah. part so the this process. is essentially the the saying of this was warn, warning your customers of what will happen if they don't buy your product mm. or book that you. That sounds scary. It does. <laughs> well, because how do you do that subtly? Yeah, without being manipulating or... Or just ramming that you're the best mm. and everybody else sucks. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's not the point. <laughs> that's you know? not the point at all. Because you want to build community. You want to make sure mm. that you're honoring the other people around mm. you. So how do you... How do you see it? How would you say mm. that you do this wisely? Well, I th- actually, I think this is something that I don't do yet that yeah. well. I feel like it's kind of hard part for me. But do you have ideas for what you would want to do for well, this part? Yeah, yeah, sort of. I, I had to think through about this uh, when I read the book first time. First, I kind of disagreed with it. I was like, I don't know if I want to use fear yeah. as a tool. Mm. Uh, like the point is to tell them what will happen if they don't book you, basically. Yeah. But then I realized that that's not the point. The point is uh, kind of to underline that it's really important what you're doing. Yeah. And there's something at stake for them also. Yeah. And like, for example, as wedding photographers, if someone decides they don't want to book a professional photographer, they'll yeah. just go with their cousin or something. Like there's a risk in that yeah. and you want to communicate that to them. Yeah. So that they know. Mm-hmm. And then if they still want to do it, that's okay. But yeah. at least they got warned. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Uh, so I think how you could do it like in a subtle way is you could just say that that it's like tell them why it's really important yeah. to hire a professional to do anything whatever you do yeah and what is the risk if they don't use a professional yeah something like that yeah, yeah. that's interesting yeah how it, did you see it yeah i had to go through it a few times because um it was a hard one for me as well because i just didn't i didn't know what that looks like and again mm. like his answers are kind of for like big companies yeah so I, I was like okay but i understand why like for apple when they did it they did the mac versus pc ads mm. that were like instrumental and i, yeah. I always found them so funny because i was yeah. like yeah this is funny this is how it is <laughs> but what does that look like for little old me mm. who i don't i don't want to do that with my competition mm. like competition quote yeah. unquote because they're my community they're mm. my fellow friends like 
that's stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, if they don't book me, they book one of them, and that's mm. awesome. So I had to, like, figure out what that actually means for me as a small business owner. And I would say I'm still kind of, like, figuring that out. Mm. But I think one of the things is that I realized that is, like that should just be in all of your communication mm. anyway and it, it all comes from that sense of knowing what you do and why it actually matters to them yeah. so it's not necessarily a huge point that i need to make somewhere that's like yeah. a, and if you don't book me yeah <laughs> like caps lock fire and brimstone are gonna fall <laughs> from the sky no like yeah it's more like the world's not gonna end no it's but not. of course like if they don't choose you but they like, they have other options, too, yeah. than to choose someone else. They can just, like, not hire anyone. Yeah. Or they can do it themselves. Yeah. Or they can just book someone yeah. else. But, like, there's... They're gonna miss out on something. Yeah. Like, they're gonna miss out so, on you. Yeah. And what is that? Like, and that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say of, like, it's important to know what you have that's yeah. different from yes. everyone else. Because then, as long as you're communicating that that's different mm. from everyone else... Like, for example, if you offer payment plans or you, you know mm. what I mean? Like that, you know, that other people in your industry don't do, mm. they are missing out on a certain part mm. of you. Or you have a certain type of personality that you know is not common for people mm. who do your job and you're making that connection point with them. Yeah, they're not going to have the same photographer, so they're not going to get the same pictures mm. as you. Yeah. But they'll know that just from seeing your work and mm. the way that you communicate. So it's not necessarily something or what I felt mm. is that it's not necessarily something that you have to like fear and drill into mm. their minds. Yeah. It's something that's like woven into the way mm. that you interact with them mm. um, and the way that you word everything on yeah. your site, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really all uh, important to be like open about yeah. like if, if you book me, what will you get? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then what will you miss? And yeah. I think it doesn't need to be like any more dramatic than that yeah. sort of like it's you don't need to tell them that you're gonna have terrible photos if you don't book me because that's also not true that's though. not true you know? yeah so, like, just be open like you can have any choice you want mm -hmm. and and here's just what i'm gonna offer absolutely take it or don't take yeah. it <laughs> it's the same it's kind of the same as on your cv you have your strengths and your weaknesses mm. kind of thing you know what i mean so it's just being like here's this and here's that yeah. and yeah. <laughs> there you go and that's it so the last point is and ends in success mm. um, I like what he said about never assuming people understand how your product can change their life mm. never assume anything yeah basically <laughs> yeah exactly so I think in this it's important to understand like the value of our products and our services and what we actually do for people mm. How would you say that you've grown in that thinking? Um, well, I think one of the very good practices about getting that confidence is asking your previous clients, like, why yeah. Why did they choose you and what did they think? Like, ask for testimonials or feedback. Yeah. Uh, and that's also something that can help you learn like how you can how you have helped people yeah and sometimes it's not the thing that you thought absolutely like sometimes people take away something that you didn't even know so was there was yeah. there yeah like it can be really important then that you were 
like mentally very like involved in that and very like encouraging for yeah. them and then you just thought that this is like basic stuff yeah. for for them it was really important that you were yeah. kind of cheering them on so things like that i think uh, can help you yeah. find like what is the end result the success that i'm gonna help my customers because yeah. it's about reach. more than them just getting pretty photos yeah. or getting a nice product or you know what i mean yeah like, It's about their entire experience with mm. you and their process. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's where, like, getting testimonials are, like, it's huge. Mm. Like, I think we underestimate how big it actually yeah. is for your business because people don't want to just hear you speak. Mm. Like we were saying before, people want to hear other people be like, no, I had a good experience. Mm. It's not just my words that yeah. are out there, you know? Yeah. Because we can lie about ourselves all day, every mm. day, if we want to. Yeah. But having actual feedback from people who have mm. had experience with you is important. Mm. And I think it also gives us a like confidence boost. Like, yeah. genuinely, it's it's good for, in a very healthy way, good for our ego. Mm. Like, <laughs> so we don't just see, like, from our perspective mm. on how things were. But even like constructive criticism is good. Yeah. To be like, eh, this wasn't that great, but this was mm. awesome. So you can then balance it out and build your mm. business to cater for your clientele. So true. Yeah. Okay. I want you to talk a little bit about the whole people want to be taken somewhere mm. idea. Yeah, people want to be taken somewhere. Uh, <clears throat> well, I think that just means that people want you to know what the point of your process is mm. like what you're doing what you're doing mm -hmm. and what they're gonna get when the whole thing is over yeah. basically and they want to be taken somewhere also like emotionally mm -hmm. sort of like there's gonna be some kind of transformation mm. in them when before they booked you and after the whole thing is done yeah uh, so i think that's uh, that was really interesting idea for me at least yeah so yeah it's kind of about viewing every single client of yours like they're on a journey so yeah they're on a journey yeah and that's exactly what the whole story outline mm. of this book is about is mm. like what do those different steps along that journey yeah. look like and you're literally taking them to that end which mm. is the success yeah. part of their like story Yeah, and, and it, it needs to be something that they really want Yeah. also. And then, like, I think it kind of... Uh, the point is that you need to promise them something. Yeah. Like, you have this promise, and that's also something that they want. And then when those collide, then it's, like, a really good match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the book? Well, I think you just... You should go read it. It's and a good book. It's a good book. Yeah. And I I actually listened to the audio version. I don't mm. even have the physical copy. I bought the audio version and I I just really enjoyed it. Like I think it's uh it's something that every even small business owners yeah. would really find value in. And what's really nice about it is it's it's like a workshop uh, method that he uses. So yeah. it's basically he gives you access to like a workbook kind mm. of thing or how would you describe it yeah no, it's like, like an, an online, online pdf kind of thing mm. that you fill out along the way so that you like are act you're actually doing something you're being mm. active and making plan while you're reading the book yeah which i thought was quite nice as well because it felt more than just like passively 
getting mm. information in your brain. It was like, okay, no, I'm going to take you through it and show you how mm. to do it for your own business. Yeah, it has like exercises. Yeah. And then before you move on with the book, you need to finish like that couple. exercise. Yeah. 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 So go read it. Go read it. Go read it. <laughs> and Thank tell you. us tell us what you thought. Yeah, go to Honesty Time Show on Instagram and Honesty Time Show on Facebook and on the website honestytime.com and leave us comments and let us know what you think about the book and if it made you change anything about the way that you run your business. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Susanna. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you as always for coming on and until next time. See ya. Bye.